Where the butter and the bread are the red, white, and blue. Noah Earl there. That's from his new album, Postcards from Home. And we heard butter and bread. I believe no relation to Steve Earl. We started off with Peter Case from his new album, Let Us Now Praise Sleepy John. We heard the Open Road Sons and Gregory Allen Isaacoff with Raising Cain from his album, That See the Gambler. I've been digging that one. Hope you enjoyed the music as well. It's 7.30 here on your community radio station. And as always, we will have R.W. Estella in just a moment after this quick message. Support for WERU's Morning Maine comes from Angletree Plumbing of Belmont, serving Midcoast, Maine, 342-2000. And now, live on the phone, R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Hey, good morning, Allison. Were Charles Corralt, the CBS roving journalist, yet with us today, he'd be 73. Many of us remember him for his multiple cross-country travels, during which he'd report folksy small-town stories. His program aired every week on CBS and was called On the Road, and he had traveled over a million miles in the making of the series, during which he remarked, reporters flying from one city to another on assignment never have time to learn anything about those little clusters of lights in between. Corralt was born just 12 years after Jack Kerouac, who of course became famous for his rambling novel about all those little clusters of lights in between the major cities of our nation. Last Wednesday, the 5th of September, was the 50th anniversary of the publication of Kerouac's On the Road, a spontaneous chronicle relayed by autobiographical narrator Sal Paradise as he crisscrosses the United States in an extended hitchhiking trip, engaging in conversation with his fellow hitchhiking cronies and in activities both licit and illicit. Originally written as a single paragraph without punctuation on a 250-foot roll of paper that Kerouac rigged up as a continuous feed into his typewriter, On the Road went through several years of censorship difficulties, first being copyrighted in 1955, but not becoming published until 1957. In that regard, it joined a select number of perennially popular masterpieces, such as James Joyce's Ulysses. That Kerouac's novel On the Road has endured steady popularity and that Charles Corralt elected to name his week-by-week overland reporting on the road is certainly no coincidence. I was reminded of that connection in a big way this past weekend afternoon, uh, this past Friday afternoon, when I had a rare and blessed afternoon free to myself. So I decided to take some friends' suggestions and see what was happening on Outer Union Street in Bangor at the Paul Bunyan Campground. The brother-in-law and sister-in-law of a good friend who'd recently passed away were keeping his widow company when I came by to visit one night, and they had their guitars out playing some mellow tunes. They'd asked me whether I played and offered me one of their instruments. Soon they were telling me about the various festivals they had been attending and about one coming up soon, the third annual Paul Bunyan Bluegrass Festival, to be held in Bangor. So there I went Friday afternoon, arriving around three or so, and greeted first off by some old friends I hadn't seen in years, with whom I would chat for the next couple of hours while watching folks from all over the country check in for the weekend. Among all the tents and displays, even early on, were people who already had their guitars and banjos and fiddles and dobros and penny whistles out and were jamming. And then I had to leave, knowing plenty of material was out there, 
that the likes of Jack Kerouac or Charles Kuralt decide to keep chronicling the on-the-road tradition. From Arnold, Maine, have a good day.